a lot of research goes into writing about history, and I know firsthand that this topic of the polar bears, there isn't a whole lot of information available for. So I'm curious about how you went about doing research for this book and where you curated information from. You know, I pretty much have learned to use every resource available. I mean, the number one resource for this book is the Bentley Historical Library in Ann Arbor. They got a whole section devoted to the polar bears, memoirs, diaries, letters, photographs. Secondly, there were three books that were written by different parties when they came home. Harry Costello's Why Do We Go to Russia, uh, Joel Moore, uh, Harry Meads, and then John Cudahy. Uh, Harry and John's books were kind of diatribes. Uh, they were bitter about the whole thing. Uh, whereas Joel uh, Moore and, and Harry Meads was more of a, a kaleidoscope of the experience. Uh, it's sort of if you read it, it's kind of all over the place, but it's all there. A lot of it's there. And talking about that book being a, a bit of a kaleidoscope, in this book the events are chronological, but there's so many events happening with different characters at different locations. It almost seems like it plays out in vignette form a little bit, uh, if that's a fair way to put it. Can you tell me about making that stylistic choice and how you balance all those events and, and characters at different locations? Yeah, I think... Ultimately, you're right. I mean, it's a 400-mile front. There was the the river fronts, the Divina and the Vaga, uh, to the southeast of Archangel. And then there was the railway front uh, directly south. And then the Onega River Valley front, which is kind of the western border, the western uh, flank of the operation. So what I basically did, I have a very linear mind. And as I researched, I came to know their experience uh, I, I kind of laid it out as much as I could chronologically. It's kind of like a, a board game then where it seems really complicated, but when it's in your head, it's... Yeah, I tried I tried not to jump around too much, but I had to, to tell the story. I mean, there's also the Panega front. So anyway, that's my conception was lay it out chronologically. It's the best way I know to tell a story. So, If there's one thing that you hope people take away from this book, what do you hope it is? Well, really, it's the subtitle of the book, The Heroes of America's Forgotten Invasion. It's what these men went through. They fought in temperatures of 60, 70 below. They put these men in isolated companies, 250 men, to, uh, guarding a front of uh, 100 miles uh, and hordes of Bolsheviks gathering through the winter of 1918, 1919. I think really the story is their heroism, their bravery, their endurance. Uh, and then in the end, they, w- they went back and got as many of their comrades' uh, bodies out as they could. They brought about 100 with them when they left in June 1919. And they went back in 1929, a contingent of them, and spent months and months digging, locating and digging up the bodies of their fallen comrades and bringing them back to the United States. What makes this story particularly interesting and relevant to me is that it was also the first conflict between the United States and the Soviet Union, uh, a relationship that I think it would be fair to say, as it plays out today with modern Russia, has maybe never really been resolved. How do you see the polar bear expedition fitting into that picture of U.S.-Russian relations, or, or does it play a role? Yeah, I, 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 I tell people I don't think I can really draw a straight line from 100 years ago when these men were fighting and dying in the wastes of northern Russia to allegations of Russian collusion. But I have talked to some experts uh, asking them, you know, is there a direct line? And they say, well, in the, in the subconscious, if nothing else. I mean, the Russians are taught about this intervention, uh, and really American students are not. So when the troops left, the Bolsheviks were able to use this invasion, this intervention, uh, for propaganda purposes to coalesce support 
and say, hey, look, we drove out the invaders. Um, so it's much more part of their history. And in the average Russian mind, these uh, allegations of, uh, of collusion, uh, of interference, number one, uh, the people I talk to say that the average Russian thinks they're overblown and not that important. And uh, the second part of that is that if, the, if it did happen, maybe turnabout was fair play. You know, that they uh, we interceded in their politics, and so why can't we? they do that to us?